Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willett. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, okay, let's do this. Let's do this today. Welcome back to Meredith with a Y. Thank you so much for joining me for the last three episodes. I hope you got to listen. And if not, go back because they're good ones. Trust me, I've been getting some feedback and I'm super excited about it. Yay us. Yay us. Yay us. My daughter said her and her friends listened and they decided that they were going to do a Zoom call and all talk about the voice in their head name. And they were all trying to figure out what I had named the voice in my head. So if you didn't listen to that episode, please go back and listen. Game changer. But today we are going to talk about losing thousands of pounds. What could she possibly mean by that, you ask? Well, guess what? Today we're going to be talking about weight loss, getting our life back, making us look younger, removing wrinkles, restoring hair growth. We're going to talk about all that in one episode. And not one time will I be talking about your diet or exercise. No, ladies and gentlemen, this is a completely different type of weight loss. This is the spiritual weight loss of forgiveness. Forgiveness. Because we are dropping dead weight. We are dropping stress, anger, resentment, frustration, hatred. We're dropping it. Today, we're dropping it. We're going to have the keys of what it takes and why and why it matters to forgive yourself and forgive every single person around you from the day you were born, before you were born, after the lady at Starbucks, the turd at the four-way stop, who went when they shouldn't have. Let's be honest, it was your turn. Yeah, we're going to forgive everybody. And in the process, we are going to lose all of that weight from our backs, from our stomachs, from our minds, from our spirit, from our soul, from all of it, because we are worthy of living a life And not having that backpack of shit bricks with us at all times known as anger and resentment and uh, negativity, to be perfectly honest with you. So why does it matter? I mean, why is forgiveness so important? Well, I'll tell you, from my own perspective, I love to look back at situations that I was in and with people and have absolutely no visceral, mental, emotional, spiritual reaction to those situations. That's what forgiveness looks like. That is how it takes place once you go through forgiveness. When you forgive something, you get ready, wait for it, It's happening now. You are untying a knot that someone else tied inside of you. Let's do that again, people. You are untying a knot that someone else tied. And that stuff lives in you. 
That's why when you can look back at this moment in your childhood or that moment in high school or this moment in college or this thing that happened last week, and you can instantly go back to that anger. You can instantly go back to that sadness, to that grief, to that frustration. You can instantly get right back in that chair and feel that way. Why? Because that knot is still living, breathing, and activated inside of you as if it was right now. Can you feel me? Can you go there for a minute? Think of something. Feel how fast you go there. That's living energy in you. That's living. It's living, breathing, atoms, protons, neutrons, electrons, memory, vibration, frequency. That's in there. We got to get rid of it because it's not healthy. It's not healthy carrying that around. I was listening to Brene Brown the other day, and she was talking to Vice President-elect Joe Biden. We're not doing politics, but I want to talk about, he had mentioned that people call into question his Irish heritage because he doesn't carry a grudge. I loved it. Not because he said it or whatever. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so perfect. And I love the mental visual of holding or carrying a grudge. And the reason I like it is because it's so on point, has been around for the, you know, a millennial, whatever that statement. But you truly are holding that energy. You're carrying that grudge that is yours to carry. That is a choice you are making by no fault of your own. I mean, it's just a lot of times either the way we are raised, sometimes it's, you know, carrying a grudge is part of your culture even. It's the way you were raised. Your mother carried grudge. Your father carried a grudge. You know, it's just the way that it works. You know, I am angry at that person. They really wronged me, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Who's carrying the grudge? The other person or you? You know, it's like being angry at somebody is taking poison and expecting the other guy to die. Same thing with a grudge. You're carrying it. This is your cross to bear. Put the damn thing down. Who cares? Well, a lot of people carry a grudge. A lot of people won't, can't, don't want to forgive because what happened mattered. It mattered. And for you to go back there and untie that means maybe in your mind, in your heart, that it didn't matter. Maybe if you forgive them, you think that you're saying it was okay that it happened, that it wasn't as important because you're letting it go. And I'm here to tell you that is not the case. What you're actually saying when you forgive something horrific, when you forgive someone horrific, when you forgive a situation that was awful, bad, horrible, angry, frustrating, whatever, is you're saying, my present, my now, my life, my future, my everything is so much more freaking important than that, than them, 
than that was. My now, my today, my heart, my health is more important than anything. And so I'm going to stop. I'm going to put this down. I'm going to release it. I'm going to let it go. And I'm so excited that I get to do this. This is my, this is my present. Holy shit, people. This is my gift to myself is to never have a response, a reaction, a thought about anger, sadness, again, about this, this person or this situation or what happened. My present, my future, my family, my heart, my liver, my skin is more important than anything else. And so, be that as it may, now what? How do we untie those knots? Okay, Meredith, great. We know why. But how do we do it? I don't feel like calling that person I can't go back there. Well, actually you can. And actually you don't have to. So there's a lot of different ways that you can walk through this, walk through the lifetime, the decades, the situations. This isn't going to happen all at once, but it can happen. And I'm excited about this for you. If there's something that happened that you can get to, right? Let's say you go back to something age three in your mind. You can get there quick, right? You know what it feels like. You know what it smells like. You know what it felt like. You know who was the players. You know where you were, what you were wearing, whatever. I want you to go back. And there's two things that can happen. And I've done some work with addiction, which will be another series that I'm super excited about. So if anyone wants to take part in an addiction series with me, please message me because this is going to be a great series. It's it's kind of profound and life-changing. But this is step one, right? If you're dealing with addiction, food, clothing, shopping, sex, alcohol, drugs, like this, this is big stuff here, people, is forgiveness, okay? Because this is the crap that you're running from in your mind a lot of times. That, that's why you're checking out and you're turning to your addiction. But let's start here today, okay? So let's go back to something age three, five, seven. I don't care what it is. Go, go, go back and imagine. If you don't want to do it right now, that's fine, okay? Because I'm talking. You're going to go back to the moment that something happened, okay? And I want you to go back five minutes, 10 minutes, a few moments before that something happened, okay? For me, I was three years old. I was in my family room. My dad was coming towards me <laughs> with a metal nail file, and he was going to do my nails. And my mom was there, and she was in the kitchen. And I remember that I was so afraid of this nail file because as a three-year-old, it looks like my dad's walking towards me with a knife, let's be perfectly honest. And then this nail file is going to be filing my nails. And it looks like in my, in my childish mind that it's going to go under my nail. This is one of my first memories, okay? One of my first fears, this, this whole situation. I've worked through it, but 
I'm going to walk through it with you because it's important. I want you to see how this is done. So I did not say anything. I allowed this nail filing to take place. Scared to death. Didn't want to rock the boat. Didn't want to say anything. Didn't want to stick up for myself. Didn't want to yell and say, you're not putting that thing on my hands. So I let this happen. And so through my life until probably about a year ago, I had a very difficult time standing up for myself. And in my mind's memory, this is what it went back to, not wanting to rock the boat and putting other people before myself, putting other people's feelings, the situation in front of me, not wanting to upset anybody. So, you know, don't, don't, don't upset anybody. Don't rock the boat. Don't stick up for yourself. And so what I did is I went to the moments when my dad was walking towards me in my mind. I made myself three again. I put myself there in my memory. My eyes were closed. I imagined as my dad was walking towards me. Now, mind you, my dad is obsessed with, you know, having nice, clean nails. He was just being a good dad. Didn't matter. Not to me. And so as my dad was walking towards me, instead of sitting in my white wicker chair, I stood up and I said, Dad, I don't want that. You're not going to file my nails or whatever you're doing with that horrific piece of metal. And I'm not having it. And I don't want you to file my nails and stop. And in my mind's eye, he says, oh, okay, Meredith. And he walks away. And when I tell you, friends, that going back to that moment and reliving it in my terms, in my way, forgiving my dad, forgiving myself, walking through that, okay, going back to right before, going back to during, going back to after in your mind's eye allows your body to heal and untie that knot. That was a knot that I had, and it was untied forever. Your body, your energy, your frequency does not have a time stamp. It's not like, oh, well, that was then and this is now when it comes to memories, because it's alive today as if it were alive back then, and then when you untie that knot, it is untied forever, and now I can move forward. People, this is, this is the keys, people. Go back. Go back to when someone was rude to you or mean to you in middle school and just go, you know what? You were a dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. And I forgive you for that because you're a flawed human being. I'm a flawed human being. You're no better than me. You were screwed up. I was screwed up. You did your best, mom. You did your best, dad, grandparents, aunts, uncles. You're all disasters. I'm a disaster. We're all messes. And I forgive you because I don't want to carry this anymore. I don't want to walk around with it. I don't want to carry a grudge. Because when we stop judging and when we start to realize that we're all big, huge disaster transports of messiness and that no one's better than anyone else, we're all just big messes of human, and we stop holding everybody to an unattainable standard that none of us will ever get to, whether you like it or not, you're not there. You're not perfect. Neither am I. 
thank God, exhausting. When we stop judging ourselves to this unattainable standard of perfection of good, bad, thin, whatever, successful, we actually stop judging the world and can start forgiving. We can start forgiving. And we can just let it go. Just let it go. Stop carrying a grudge. Stop tying those knots. But Meredith, it was awful. But Meredith, he is horrific. But Meredith, you don't know what he did. But Meredith, you don't understand. Yeah, I do. Yep, I do. And the gift isn't to that person. We're not calling them. This is not a matter of, okay, well, now you have to call them and forgive them. Nope, 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 nope. I don't want you to do a darn thing. This is all internal. This is inside. This is internal work. If you want to call someone and you or write them a letter or whatever, have at it. I would not recommend it unless it's something that you've worked through with a counselor or a psychiatrist, psychologist, if this is big stuff. This is what I'm talking about on the inside. This is you. Remember, those people, they don't matter. We don't, it's just okay. If you've been holding a grudge with a family member and it's causing animosity between you and them and you want to maintain, fix, grow a relationship or that with a friend or whatever and they know they did something and you're like, you know what, I forgive them and you think that this is a positive, hey, have at it. But if you think it's going to fluff up something, it's not necessary. Remember, these knots are inside of you. They're not on the sidewalk. They're not on the street. They're not in them. They're not real outside of you. You're carrying the grudge. You're holding on to this. You're the one that's going to heal. And that's so exciting. This is a gift that you can give to yourself today, tomorrow the rest of your life. There's nothing, there's no one that's holding you back from this. There's nothing that's holding you back from this. This is inside work, people. This is in you. This is, this is, this is the keys to getting in there, to getting in your flow, to getting closer to spirit and farther away from the humanity, the ego, the thing that says, I'm right, they're wrong. This is it, people. You want to get closer to spirit? You want to get closer to your flow? You want to get closer to your woke? Forgive everybody. Forgive everybody. But then the hardest person to forgive, the most difficult person to forgive is yourself. Because you, quote, know you should have done better. Could have done better, would have done better, should have done better, should, 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 the kiss of death. Right? The forgiveness of self is monumental and probably, again, the most difficult. Because 
you can say, well, yeah, you know, my mom, she was raised by her father who was rough or my friend was going through something and that's why they did what they did. And, you know, we can make excuses or reason away a lot in life, but it's hard to reason away the things that we've done to other people, to our own lives, to our children, to our friends, unless we're, you know, a psychopath and you know, have zero care for the people around us, which, you know, is possible too. But for the most part, you know, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have a pretty decent size sense of 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 duty and responsibility for the way you are in this world and you want to do better. But maybe that's a new thing. And so going back for the love of God, I definitely don't want to talk about the crap that I've done. Sweet mother. I mean, talk about a disaster. Talk about a life that needs to be forgiven. I mean, I'm right up there, people. But you know what? I was a disastrous 19, 20, 21, 22. I was a disaster. Huge mistakes. Rebelling against God knows what. Looking for self. Looking for love. Looking for, you know, attachment. Looking for me. And in the process, I failed a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But the fact of the matter is, I'm worthy of forgiveness. I did reach out to one person and apologized from my past and just said, I'm sorry for being a disaster when I was younger via Facebook Messenger. I didn't go into any details. I didn't want to walk through it. It wasn't necessary. But this was one person that I wanted to apologize to. And in the process, forgave myself. Because self-hate, self-anger, self-disgust leads to low self-esteem, low self-image. And when we, when we don't like ourselves. And when we have discussed for the things that we've done, please tell me how you think that that is going to translate into your relationships and your your inner workings with the world around you. When you don't like yourself, when you sit there and look at all the shit that you've done and you go, damn, was I a bad person? Boy, did I screw that up. Man, you are a piece of crap. You're a horrible parent. You did so awful there. Boy, sounds like me, the the seeds and plantings and watering and growth of an addiction or self-mutilation, self-hatred, bad relationships, more bad horribleness, needing to check out, painkillers, alcoholism. Nothing good ever came from hating yourself. So how do you get, you forgive yourself, just go back and just, you know what? I was a mess. I was a mess. You could have been a mess too. That's okay. You weren't supposed to be perfect. And making all those horrific mistakes, you know, you learned a lot. You did better. And maybe you didn't do better till yesterday, but tomorrow you're going to do better than you did today. Because when you know better, you do better. My Angelo, lover from Ohio, when you know better, you do better. And so you forgive yourself because now you know better. 
Yesterday, you knew a little bit better. Last year, you knew better than when you were 16. The only thing that not forgiving yourself is doing is making everyone else miserable around you. You're not doing anybody any favors by being a martyr. Oh, I was such a bad person. Oh, my God, I was a bad mom. Okay, do better tomorrow. Do better tomorrow. I cheated on my husband yesterday. Okay, well, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I yelled at my friend yesterday. Okay, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do better because now I know better. And now I don't have self-hate. And I forgave myself. And I forgave my parents. And I forgave my friends. And I forgave my boss. And I forgave that guy that took advantage of me. I'm speaking generally, by the way. This is not my own experience. I'm just talking, giving examples. But Meredith, that guy, he raped me. Those people, they stole from me. They stole all my money. I cannot forgive them because what they did was horrible. Okay, but what you're doing by holding on to it is worse. You're carrying that grudge. You're getting wrinkles. You're getting gray hair. You're carrying that weight around with you everywhere you go, every interaction, Every day of your life, every minute of the day, you are carrying that anger inside of you as a living, breathing dragon of anger towards that person that raped you, towards that person that killed your child, towards that person. But Meredith, I can't forgive. I remember watching, if any of you recall, someone walked into that church in Amish country and and shot up all those people. And the Amish came out almost instantly and forgave the gunman. I believe he might have killed himself. I don't remember exactly. And I remember being in absolute awe. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, they, that this has got to be lip service. There's no way that these folks can forgive the gunman who just shot everyone in a church service, in a church, children included, if I remember correctly. And they did. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that is faith. That is walking the walk. But they didn't do it for him. They did it for their community. They did it for themselves and their children and their spouses. They did it because they knew that they didn't want to carry around that hatred for someone any more than they had to. And so I'm asking you to try to forgive yourself for every single thing that comes up for you. Whatever comes up for you this week, whatever comes up for you this month or this year, Whatever comes up and is in the forefront of your mind of someone from your past or someone from yesterday or something that you did, I want you to go there. I want you to lose that weight. I want you to lose that that grudge, that backpack of bricks because it's not helping you. It's not serving you. It's not serving your life. And I understand that it's hard. I understand that you 
have gone through things that I will never be able to imagine. And that what I'm asking you to do is not for me, it's for you. Because your forgiveness doesn't affect me. Your forgiveness changes the world. Your world. And you're in this world. And when you have gladness of heart and forgiveness and love instead of hate, imagine what hate looks like in your body. Make it my body if it's easier to think about. What do you think that forgiveness looks like inside of me versus hatred? Go there. Get that visual. See what that feels like. Tell me what it looks like. Get there. Look at it. That's what's in you. And that's what I'm saying to let go of. Because I want more for you. I want the most for you. I want the best for you. And I know, and you can fight me on this, you can message me and tell me that I'm wrong. But I'm not. And I know it. I know that forgiving is the best thing for you. I know it is. It's a huge step. If you have friends that you know, send them this podcast. Send it to them. Share it with them. Hit share. Share it on your your social media. There's people that need to hear this. This is big stuff, people. Go back. Go back inside of your mind and get there. Going back doesn't mean it wasn't wrong. You're just knowing that you are not going to suffer one more minute because of it. If it's there, it mattered, but it doesn't have to be a life sentence. You do not need to drown inside of this. You don't need to harden. You don't need to become crusty. You don't need to become old and angry. We're losing weight today, people. We're getting young. We're getting spry. We're getting all that crust off of our heart and our lungs and our liver. We're getting it all off. We're taking the crusts off. We're releasing it. We're getting in our flow. Jump in the pool. Get it off. Take a shower. Release it. Cry. Let go. Throw up. I don't care. Get it out. Because I want your spirit self, your happy self, your released self to be what comes forward. Forgive everything in the past and forgive what happens today. Someone makes you mad, forgive them right, right away. The turd at the four-way stop who, who went first, the jerk that cut in line to you at uh, the grocery store, forgive them. Forgive them. It'll ruin your whole day if you don't. You'll talk about it. You'll carry it with you. I forgive you. You're a turd. It's okay. Everyone's a turd. I'm a turd. You're a turd. We're all turds. And I still forgive you, and I want you to forgive me. Don't sit there and, and ask people to forgive you when you're not willing to. That's grace, people. Give grace. Ask for it. Ask for grace. I did it yesterday with a friend. I go, I'm asking you for grace. I need it. I'm broken. I'm flawed. I'm going through something. I need your grace. Only God can give it, but we can pretend. I need softness. You need softness. You need me to forgive you. I need you to forgive me. 
Your kids need you to forgive them. Your parents do. Your friends do. The world does. Release that shit, people. I'm sending you that energy right now. Release that shit. Release it. Let it go. 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 <sighs> let it go. It's not yours. This is what it feels like, people. This is what it feels like to not carry it around anymore because you're worth it. You are worth it. And I want you to get there. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I hope you're sharing them with friends. I hope you're listening to them on a walk. I was actually thinking about based on my daughter and all of her friends wanting to do a Zoom call, you know, that would be kind of fun maybe once a month to do a Zoom call and talk about, you know, the podcasts of the month. It'd be kind of neat. Thoughts, ideas, let me know your thoughts. The next series after I'm done with this one about self and kind of laying the groundwork here for the way I think about the world and what I've seen and my suggestions on life. I think the next one's going to be on divorce. So I'm looking for people to talk to who their parents have been divorced and have a good relationship, children of parents who their parents have a bad relationship and how it's affected them, a divorce attorney, things of that nature. So, or if you're thinking about getting a divorce and all of this can be done anonymously, it will be done over Zoom. I can help you with the technical part of that, so don't worry about that piece. But I want to start talking about the way that we can work better in a society and the ramifications of divorce and, you know, all all of this perspective, things that you may not know when you are maybe going through a divorce and want to hear from kids who have gone through it already and what, you know, their parents could have done better or what they did do great and and so on and so forth. So DM me, email me, MeredithWillits at gmail.com, and let me know if you want to take part in that series, which I think that's going to be the next series. So like, let's say we want to record those in a couple of weeks here. And again, that's over Zoom, so you don't need to be in, in the Chicagoland area. So thank you again so much for listening. I've gotten so much great feedback. So thank you very much for all of those people that are sending that. It really inspires me to keep pushing and get the message out there, get my message out there. Um, if you, there's something that you want me to talk about, be it an episode or a series, please message me with that. I love ideas. Or if there's something else you want to get involved in, uh, message me for that. So please comment, like, share, subscribe. You know, this is, you guys are the reason that I'm doing this. I, I just, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much um, you all mean to me. And so, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.